620 Live, so that we may all speak boldly. And teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe, being Roman. Acts 16, verse 21. Customs come from celebrations throughout the years, you know, for me and my family on Thanksgiving and Christmas, we go out and eat, you know, usually to a Chinese restaurant, although that can swap back and forth on Thanksgiving. But on Christmas, no matter what, we go and eat at a Chinese restaurant because we love the movie A Christmas Story, and that is where they wind up eating their Christmas meal at, you know, the Chinese restaurant there. And as with all things, you know, people come up with customs that, you know, they have done throughout the years. Uh, you know, you have some that's like maybe bobbing for apples. Um, we used to have a custom where we opened a Christmas gift on Christmas Eve, but we no longer do that because, you know... It's it was mostly as as a child. Uh, we had the custom of putting out, you know, wedding cookies and a Pepsi uh, because that's what Santa Claus liked at at my house. Um, you know, and no matter what, we always or Mama always had the custom of leaving a couple of cookies and one with a bite taken out of it. Uh, it's just it's just one of those things. Um, but the custom of going door to door took roughly about a hundred years to to develop and and to really stick uh, in Ireland. Uh, the farmers would gather items for a feast that they would have, you know, um, whatever vegetables and and meat and things that they would need to have a rather large feast and. They would also gather idols for a bonfire, you know, in, in the community. And anybody who was willing to donate for either the feast or to the bonfire believed that they would receive prosperity. And those who were unwilling to support this were threatened with bad luck. So it was kind of, you better do it or else kind of situation. So, I, you know, it's like, oh, do I want to be prosperous or do I want to be threatened with bad luck? Um, and, you know, this leads to some of the beliefs of why the Irish Catholics escaped the um, Irish potato famine. Um, but these people who... It escaped this Irish potato famine that came over here to America brought the door-to-door -door custom or the door-to-door -door tradition that um, kids do nowadays uh, whenever they go trick-or-treating to get something from the doors that they knock on. Uh, customarily, worship happens in a church. Uh, there weren't enough Jews in Philippi to have a synagogue where they could gather to worship. So the missionaries there met with the godly women on the banks of the river that were near there. Now, there was a girl that had been following these preachers or these missionaries 
for several days, and she was she was proclaiming God, and that the missionaries were showing the way to salvation through the Most High God. You know, she had been, like I said, for several several days here, and it was to the point of she was distracting the people that were being preached to, as well as those who were, you know, giving the message and preaching the message of salvation to the people here. And it's very likely, too, that this girl was very deceptive in the things that she was saying and when she would say things. And Paul eventually got annoyed, I guess is a good way to say it enough, to exercise the demon from her, and that happened in Acts chapter 16, verse 18. This girl, though, who was going around and proclaiming all of this stuff, actually was possessed by a demon, and the demon would give her knowledge of things that her herself could not even possibly begin to know. And since she was a slave to um, the people that owned her, they could no longer make any money off of her and her predictions because they were using her as a fortune teller of sorts that, you know, they could make money off her telling things that were going to happen to somebody, kind of like the uh, psychics. And the one that comes to mind now is, uh, was it Ma Cleo, Miss Cleo, something like that. Um, and the Jews often worshipped the invisible God. And it was really bad for the missionaries here. And the reason they got into a lot of trouble is because they were preaching about the man Jesus, who, you know, as we know, is 100% man, 100% God as well. And this is why Paul was not only arrested, but beaten very badly and See, good things come out of things like this that are bad because this is where the jailer came to know Christ through you know, Paul and the other missionaries, um, Silas, where they were singing in the jail cell. You know, and eventually the judicial system, the law system there, discovered that they were Roman citizens and thus they were protected under the Roman law and could not be arrested because of the things that were going on. You know, and it leads me to ask you this, what are you willing to do for Christ? You know, it goes to the name of this podcast and the reason I got it started is to speak boldly. You know, Paul spoke boldly and it's my hope that all of us will as well. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast and ask that whatever platform it is that you're listening, that you please like, share, and subscribe. Give us a review. And may God bless you today and always.